0: This is John from Simple Talk. Today, you listen to a podcast episode with my bro, Dan Osman. We will be talking about perception versus reality. Part one. Hope you enjoy.
1: much. Can you hear me all right?
0: I hear you fine. You hear yeah. me? I do hear you. Okay, trying to sound cool. Huh?
1: Is so it trying, trying to, 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 to sound cool? Or try <laughs> to sound cool? Are, are you asking me or are you tell me to yes. try to sound
0: cool? No, I'm saying like I'm asking you.
1: Like oh, I always sound cool. cool. Oh, I always sound extremely cool and, and 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 collected.
0: Yeah, okay. That's absolutely not true. It's very What's much up? not true. None. Yep. So I'm excited to talk to you today because we always have cool talks. Uh, and then, and so um so I wanted to talk about like perception versus uh, reality. Um because Perception King seems to come up like very, very, very avidly in our conversations when it comes to the comparison of who you are versus who I am. Where um a lot of the things, of course, of life have actually we've we've encountered encountered together, pretty much like without seeing each other. So it's like whenever we recollect conversation and talk again. There's a lot that actually has happened that is is similar. So I remember meeting you and really probably probably being insecure myself, not really really thinking that the course of life was very similar to yours, because you know, you did activate as my boss for a few months. And so then I was like, I don't know just the persona of what it is and who you were perceived to be and just the opportunities that you were given and this and all that but then i have a chance then i had a chance to get to know you after the fact and then i feel really feel like that's when really brotherhood began um Mm -hmm. after the fact because it was like true because i couldn't really distinct what was true and what was not because it was a persona so Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was just like the perception versus reality. I felt like that was a necessary topic as far as, you know, where we are in the course of life and where you know, who we are, you know, us being men in our 30s or wherever we are. And then mm-hmm. just, you know, what the world would perceive us as and what we would perceive each other as.
1: Gotcha. 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 we gotcha. um, continue. I, I, I... To have a perception versus reality moment on the podcast, too, because it's all perception, right? Say it again. As I'm trying not to have a perception versus reality moment on the podcast, because that's that's uh, that's also a perception, isn't it? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I mean, it, it, it's all about perception versus reality. And I think I think the, the funny thing is that it, it, perception perhaps it's cliche, but perception is, uh, is reality. Because what, what you perceived of me back then, what I perceived of you was entirely true for the time. Okay. And, and I think that one of the things that I I think we've always talked about, this is when um, people will say, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't change for anybody or I'm not someone different for anybody or whatever. I think it's, I think it's bullshit. Uh, Am I allowed to curse here? No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <You know. laughs> I mean, um, you can bleep it out. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to have a perception here that people think I don't curse. Great. All right. That's that's awesome. Great way to start.
0: <laughs> you, are. That's what he
1: but i mean its it's it's true, and it's funny because like who I, I think that who we both thought the other was was necessary for the first part of 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 our connection slash relationship or anything, because it was who we were, it was just a different part of who we are quote unquote i guess our professional self, so to speak
0: yeah
1: and I don't think that's necessarily any any less than who we actually are. There's more to who we are, but I don't think that's less than who we are. Mm. This is my thoughts on that. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it makes it. I think it makes it for an interesting journey and everything because I feel like anybody that I'm connected to, it's not such a straight lace story. And it's interesting with what you just said, as far as like if, if it's not like it wasn't true at that time, and I had to think about it, like a lot of <laughs> of who I was or whatever. Corley probably was what you did perceive, and. Um, but versa. then and vice versa it was like I wasn't I didn't perceive anything bad I perceived you as a powerful person and you are like mm-hmm. you are a powerful person or whatever so then it was like but then I saw but I made it something about myself that's something that I was you know I'm gonna say unachievable because I've always been a man of faith and believed in faith but then as a man I believe I always put myself in a inferior place trying to fight for um, I don't know. Fight for respect or whatever as a man and everything. So then I always perceive those as powerful people, you know, and people that I was perceived as powerful is just, you know, something I couldn't achieve, something I couldn't really necessarily reach. And so I'm like, wow. But it wasn't mean. It, like you said, it wasn't like it. It was never like you weren't powerful. You were like you were powerful but it was just like wasn't an activation of power during that time or or whatever or was it you know whatever it was during that particular time so yeah because i just got i got really enlightened when it came to perceptions and what the meaning of perception actually is um recently about you know perception to me is just intuitive nature and it's intuitive is like true intuition is you know true you know, for me. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, I I perceive you to be a good man. I perceive you to be a, a great man of words and all of that and a great, you know, a core man and, but were you that man during that time, like activating as that man or whatever during that particular time? I don't know. I mean, only you would know. Oh, you and God would know, but then, but it's not to say or dismiss or to take away from who you necessarily were. Oh
1: i i think i think it's it's important to kind of understand and I, I look i'm this is one person speaking but my 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 opinion at least is is important to understand like what pers- what perception means to me at least or or what i believe it means is the view that a person has on something or someone or or, or themselves for that matter mm-hmm. um which which then brings us to like for example like the perception of someone of of, uh, um, of I don't know the the Earth at night let's just say it's very different from the perception of someone of the Earth during the day it's the same Earth and I think the 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 Eastern cultures came up with the with the idea of the Yin and the Yang which i think a lot of times just like you were saying about like when we meet people and and they're in a certain position especially positions that are created by like by default the person is supposedly at at a higher level of awareness or whatever than 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 you are because that's what the system says mm. right and then at the end of the day we end up ascribing these certain things to those Positions not, And by positions, I don't mean positions as in what was created, but we end up ascribing these 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 things to these hierarchies, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. So then you have, oh, this person is this, and so they must be that. And then we take on that persona for ourselves. It, it, I mean, it's in the Bible, don't put, a, don't put an idol before before me. And, and I would say the me here is God speaking about ourselves and about how we were created. But we end up having these things that because of how we view people who are a certain way. For example, we look at like T.D. Jakes. I can't for the life of me imagine that T.D. Jakes will have a moment where he will tell a white lie to someone or have a moment where he does something that he's not happy about because it's not right. Because he's T.D. Jakes. As far as I'm concerned, he's a great guy and he spends all day at home preaching to everybody and saying wise stuff all the time but the truth is that he's a human being right so then what what then becomes our perception of this person become the perception of a position so to speak or a hierarchy and then when we get there now we fall into the place where we've made ourselves non-human mm-hmm. so now we're trying to be, like, we're trying to be what we think a person of that person should be, of, of, of that um, caliber should be. So then you're talking about the earth during the day versus the earth at night. Like, the creatures come out at night, and we're humans, so there's things that come out. But with the perception, especially when it came to you and I, I think that once we crossed past, like, once we, once we passed the point of feeling that the other is not human in some manner, the the conversations between real and then the perception became wholesome. I think that perception is a very partial thing that we have. And again, something in the Bible says we we see in part, we prophesy in part. I think that's a very poignant statement because half the time our brains are only capable of understanding things based on these hierarchies. So, aka, like you know, if 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 you didn't know me and I didn't know you, we'd we'll still be playing the game of trying to present our best selves right which is only a section of who we are we're also the screwed up parts of who we are right. and that's where grace comes in so if you can't accept the grace and just be exactly who you are and still be great and allow yourself i'm not saying you know misbehave or anything like that right. but understanding that you know when you do it takes grace and a lack of ego quite frankly to say i get it I'm human, I I I am this, I can correct these things and I can continue to be what I, I was intended to be on this earth. I think it's where the true power comes in.
0: Yeah, it, I'm very much with that because I, I, wrote, I wrote something down. I was like, people will use the T.D. Jakes complex to avoid who you really are as an individual. Like that kind of man that knows that he's powerful. You know that kind of person that really accepted a position or something like that or whatever where they are and felt like they have to actually take that completely on in front of people but and then sometimes that gets us as an individual in trouble like I can't really be I can't show flaw I can't right. really show that flaw to whatever and I and don't get me wrong I really feel like some sometimes we do need to be protected because some people can't handle our flaw some people can't really handle the flow at the time because they don't use it against you. And it'll be like, you know, so then I'm like, I, but for me, I found myself when I started to grow in career wise, quote unquote, that I felt like, yeah, I can't, I can't tell you that I was like $20,000 in debt and I was this or whatever. I was almost homeless or whatever, because maybe you won't respect me anymore or maybe you won't, you know, perceive me to be greater like I know that I am, but I'm not great right now or whatever. It just is that complex of where the world would show us, you know, again, in a dangerous part, like, I mean, I really respect cats that I know that are powerful cats that can really sit down and not really necessarily have to tell me every flaw that they have. And I know they got flaws. They won't, they won't totally like mask that, but I know they're still powerful men because I can I can take that. I can take it that they, you know, like you said, that whole man, rather than it being that part of who you see them as, you know, whatever. Like, it doesn't have anything to do with you being a manager or owner or president of something or, or a rich man or whatever. Like, we're all rich in spirit if we choose to be. But then it's like, you know, I don't necessarily... If I have a down moment, I can I can go to my brother, or I can go to my friend, and everything like that, and then not feel like I have to hide that part of myself, and, and still be powerful. I, I, them.
1: That's that's such a that's such a, a statement, man. Because like it, it's funny, man. Like I think I think I, the, our our biggest problem again as 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 just people in general is we 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 don't realize the true power again i believe in the yin and the yang It's something that i wish was taken into a lot more religions a lot more cultures and a lot more ideologies because the yin, like it's so funny how until you've been really broke the the blessing of a dollar doesn't really make sense mm-hmm. it's it's just your are i mean of course you're glad to have money but truthfully you don't know like without without the negative that comes with you can't really see the true power of the positive and that's 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 what it comes down to again if we go even back to to our relationship as a as a uh uh, i don't know like i guess a manager i mean you were a manager as well too but that on the hierarchies of management like what ends up happening is that you see a person and then you see it's almost like seeing someone who has huge muscles. You see them, they wake up every morning at four o'clock, they go work out, they do this, they do that. And you see them and they have a great physique. And you look at them and you're just like, man, I wish I could be this person. I right. wish I could have have this discipline. I, I, man, I, and then it becomes unattainable mm-hmm. because you have no idea of truly the struggles and the fights that this person actually went through. Mm-hmm. And then one day you find out that this person used to be a drunk and they probably still struggle with it from time to time, but they still get up and they go work out. They still still do this. And then you realize the whole entirety of the journey that it takes to be there. And that's what really furthers the human race, I believe. And I think we're doing it now, even with like YouTube and all that. You got these guys, David Goggins, you got uh, Rich Roll, all these people who are now talking actually about how bad they were before. Before all Advent started. People were more so on the, oh, you got to do this, you got to grind, you got, and you don't understand what any of that means because you haven't really gone through the pain of it. Right? right. Right. So then, you know, we have these godlike creatures that we're trying to aspire to be, but how can you aspire to be a horse if you've never understood how a human being? Goals from a human, of course, human beings don't turn into horses. That's the whole point of what I'm saying. Yeah. If you don't understand the connection between it, it's just something crazy. And then you have this wacky idea of what, I guess, a person in your dreams or your future is supposed to be. Like, okay, for example, before I owned uh, you know, a company and all that, it, it, it even, like, and it's funny because once I did, I don't call myself a CEO mm. because I realize it's it, it's not that grand. I'm I'm to, trying to live through life as making things happen and so on and so forth. I don't even have time to think about, oh, wow, you know, you, you, you do this. Because really all owning a company is, is creating a company and you did it. And that's mm-hmm. it. Now you own a company. Mm-hmm. But in the eyes of a lot of people whose dream it is to own a company or to start something or to do this or to do that, even like you yourself, you're doing this and, and, and it's great and it's going to develop over years. Mm-hmm. 10 years down the line, if you're still doing this, you're going to look at these earlier podcasts and go, Wow, I didn't know what I was doing.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But every time someone wants to start a podcast or something, the first person they're thinking of is Joe Rogan or, 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 or again, TD Jakes or someone else who has a powerful podcast is going crazy. And we think, Man, these guys must spend their days just doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, the, of the matter is, I was listening to Rich Roll. Actually, I see someone I listened to a lot because he, around the age that we're at, he he changed his life and whatnot. And he says something crucial, which was he said, "You know, I didn't start a podcast to be this big podcasting guy and whatever." He, he said, "I started because it's what I, 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 you know, I, I was wanting to do it. I was going through these crazy times in my life, blah, blah blah. So I started." And he said, "I cringe when I look at my early episodes, right?" Um. Without understanding that this is what this person went through, you know what's going to happen is you're going to start a podcast. You're going to have one or two listeners. After three weeks, you still have one or two listeners. Mm -hmm. Now you're frustrated and pissed off because you can't believe that, uh, you know, you don't have a million uh, listeners yet and making a a million dollars uh, in revenue or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then you give up. We don't give up because because we didn't have the dream or we didn't see a certain side of the dream, we give up because we didn't see the more important side of the dream, which is being so jacked up that being successful actually begins to matter. Yeah. If you're with a million dollars in your account and you turn around and say, I'm a successful businessman because I, I've created a billion dollar industry. Well, yes, you are successful, but no one can actually understand how you got the Hell, You don't even know what it
0: takes to get there. All
1: right you know All right. and, 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 and right. sorry uh, go ahead
0: it it uh, it's interesting that you said that I just had a conversation about like the intention of like starting this, um starting a podcast and starting to you know do something just a little bit different and we, I was just talking about that, like I was talking to one of my friends who wanted to play the bass for so long but really was seeking other people to actually teach him how or take him under his wing and all of that. But then he never really saw beyond his own ability. So he never picked it up until somebody was actually um, going to show him how to do it. And I was like, well, that's not true intention. So then we, we talked about it and we talked through it because I was like, for me now, I've, I was fearful to start this because I, I, I've said it many times. I was like for three years, Three or forty three years this absent uh, sat on my phone, and I wanted to do it, but I wanted this grand I had this grand view of what it was actually supposed to be, and it was supposed it was supposed to be exactly what it is now to start it, like I wanted to do it just so people can be able to see a journey of something, and I was afraid to actually show like the honest journey of it you know, to go from one step to another. And honest to God, I think when I, during that period of time a few years ago, I could probably see myself as an innovator or somebody that starts stuff or whatever that's not there or not created. That started a few years ago. Because I was just like, well, it's beyond my reach to start something and, and not really receive an, an instant affirmation about it. And I don't think, you know, when you do start something, because I appreciate like you mentioned David Goggins and all all those guys that are on, you know, YouTube and stuff like that or whatever. I appreciate when somebody does tell me their journey, but I do appreciate more when you can see their journey. When you can see right. the entire journey. You can see it from start to finish because it's a lot more honest. And that's a little bit more tricky probably for the individual, because then you feel watched, you feel a lot more exposed. And whatever and because then if you go through the you know roller coaster of what is going on there then it's like you have to make your mistakes and you have to make your mistakes publicly and well, and man, it, it's an interesting thing where being like okay you know that emotion you personally or myself will know that emotionally what emotions that would actually take you through being like oh I made that mistake or whatever because I so exposed my journey to this person To these people, I either shield it or tell it. Either go through the whole entire journey or whatever or not. Because then I know stuff, certain stuff that I'm like shielded and be like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, but that cheats the journey. That cheats it and we wanna show we really wanna tell it after it's been rectified, I really believe. Like after it's after it's been rectified. So go ahead.
1: I mean, let's, let's, and I, 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 you know, for, for your listeners know, I don't know who's listening, who's not Christian and whatnot. So I hate to Bible thump, but who, let me ask you a question and this might backfire cause I don't know what your answer is going to be, but who inspires you more, David or Job?
0: Um, I would say David. And, let me ask you why. Because Job Job was because his his journey, he had already made his choice, I believe. Like I really honestly believe that he was an honorable man and then things were taken away from him. So then David David was clearly the controversial figure. And probably would be like, Why did uh why did he call him a man after his own heart and after all the crap that he actually did? With Joe, there wasn't a lot of crap that was exposed that he even did or anything like that. He was already set up, but then it was something that he had to build back up. So for David, I I love that interesting story because that was the journey. Like, they killed people that he, you know, slept with women (laughs) and all this other stuff or whatever, like this whole journey of a man, but then he still was a man after God's own heart. I cling to that story more.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, I, I mean, if i may let me let me suggest this year when you're when you're a certain age right and you're learning math the teacher says hey 1 plus 1 is 2 and then they give you homework what's 2 plus 2 what's 4 plus 4 was 1 1 you know minus you know uh, minus 1 was uh, 2 minus 1 and during the time you're learning that stuff a- again let's uh, this uh, i'm going to tie this into the to our perception. During the time you're learning that stuff, the teacher says nothing about fractions and integers and negative numbers and decimal numbers and all this and that. As a matter of fact, during a certain time of your life, if the teacher says to you, what is one minus two? You look at the teacher, tell them they're crazy, tell them, you know what, this is I don't know what they're talking about, that's the end of it. If you had your own choice, you'd never go back to kindergarten end the story, or wherever you learn one plus one, mm-hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But until you understand the concept of 1 plus 1, you can't even begin to fathom what 2 minus 4 could be, right? Mm -hmm. But for a period, you almost have to have that that dark side of the moon where you only understand 1 plus 1 to the point where it matters. And I think this is where truthfully, when we talk about perception and, 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 and all that, perception is reality. And reality, I believe is not quite as as axiomatic or factual or set in stone as we'd all have seemed to make it be. To us, reality to go outside these trees is this and that. This is the real world, but none of that is truly. Uh, uh, I, I don't think is is actual. Is actually real. It's a moment in time, and the reality is for then, because at one point people said man couldn't fly. Why? Because we had to ride horses and figure out how to move, first of all, mm-hmm. to understand the dynamics of wind and all that stuff. So when you first meet a person, like you mentioned way early in the uh, uh, um, in this uh, 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 talk here, when you mentioned that we knew certain things about each other, mm-hmm. i tell you what, we've developed a friendship over the years that has allowed us to be very forgiving of each other's, uh, um, quote-unquote, Negative sides or yanks. I don't like to use positive and negative. I just—it's who you are. It's just a side that I, I may not have expected, or a side you may not have expected about me. Mm-hmm. But for that side to be able to be accepted and 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 taken as a whole, you almost have to have that first perception. Does mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that mean that we should go around offering only a part of ourselves until people understand? We go the other way. Maybe I don't. Or does it mean that we, the moment we meet somebody, the first thing you tell them is, hey, I'm so-and-so and every now and then I stop lift. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't work that way unless you're totally that. And again, I'll use David Goggins, for example. He came out and he put out his life in a way that most people, I believe, are messing up now going on that model because what they're not realizing is if David Goggins, when he was still jacked up and all that stuff, didn't go through his journey the way he was supposed to, mm-hmm. and turn around and just said, hey, I'm fat, and I'm trying to work on it, and I'm doing this, and I've broken my legs, and blah, 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 people would say, he's crazy, he's going to die, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Because we're not ready for what happens afterwards. But once we've come into our own self-awareness, then mm-hmm. we're able to Truly, bring out like who we are without forgiveness, and I'll go full circle back to David. I'm glad you gave that answer because you said, "Joe, my whole point would have been ruined, and that would have been that." At the end of the day, when I look at David, David gives me hope because, mm. yes, yeah, if if you take the Bible, you know, for what it is, just on face value, even. and God said, "That's a man after my own heart." This man, who, like you said, not only was, 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 was bank, uh, I know that's a good record. So was, was screwing somebody else's wife, but he sent the guy off to the front lines after telling them what a great guy he is so he could get killed.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: This is the same guy who killed a whole bunch of people just based on the simple fact that they had his wife and he was mad about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's the same guy who did all this other stuff, but quite frankly, He's one of the more ridiculous characters in the Bible, mm-hmm. but David also had a lack. I believe it may be just the way the people wrote the story about him Maybe that's another perception. But if it is, and it is the word of God, then that perception is what we're supposed to pick up. So uh, I just go on it, which is David also danced till his clothes fell off as the king in a public place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. It leads me to one thing, which is I was listening to another guy called Sadguru. I don't know if you've ever listened to Sadguru. He's, he's like an Indian guy, and some people may disagree that I listen to that and all that. But he has some very, very, very poignant things. And he says something which I, I mean, I translate to myself as our lives that we live are not about other people, they're about us. Mm-hmm but we spend so much time trying to cater to other people and what their perceptions will be of us, we don't realize that you can't artificially inseminate a perception into someone's head. They're going to perceive you through all their own filters. So if you're lying about something or if you sound like crap about something, slowly your influence over everything slowly wanes because you have no control over something you're trying to have control over. And right. that I think comes down to one word, which is ego. Mm-hmm. We think that we ought to present something that makes
0: us worthwhile to someone else. Yeah, and we, I, we don't. Yeah, I think that it. I think it can marry though. Like I, I, I'm gonna go back because then you, you mentioned David and Joe. two very different, totally different mm-hmm. stories, but then. I think they can speak to one another, but they're two different stories. Like, it's kind of like, you said self-awareness. So we're going back to David Goggins, even. Let's let's go there. So then, like, it was his journey. It was his total journey. And a lot of people are messing up, probably vilifying him probably now or whatever, because they took his entire journey and made it their journey. And it's Mm -hmm. two totally different journeys. It's supposed to be a guiding factor. I don't know what his intentions or original intentions for telling what his story is or not. But then to be aware of yourself, to know that your story, you may hear that story of the David in the Bible or David Goggins or Job or, you know, Dan Osmond or Jonathan Edwards or whoever (laughs) that you're listening to now, but it's not your entire, it's not that their story is not your entire story. So, go, go
1: I think you're one. Go ahead. That's not saying. I mean, I totally agree with you. And I think Job is that negative one. You can't begin to even try to, like, people read the story of Job and they have $2 in their pocket.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> people will automatically, I'm sorry, people will automatically say, you know, that I'm Job. And then I, I really scoff at that a lot of times because I'm just like, okay, so you were already there. I don't think that was the story. I feel like a lot of times, maybe after you have been lifted up or you have built yourself up or you have, you know, followed God and everything like that. And then God just perceives you as somebody that can handle something that can be stripped away and everything like that. So that's a totally different story. But then you still encounter pride because we don't know entire, especially the way the word is written and everything like that. We don't know the emotions, total emotions that he went through. He may have been, he was complaining, he was doing all this stuff or whatever, but there was a different phase of life. Like there was bad mistakes. The, the, the way it married for me is there was mistakes made. There was mistakes, things that were put upon, but then there was mistakes made like, or whatever, like, I feel like, you know, it could be married in a way that is very slight and very intelligently, but then people put themselves in Job and they'd be like, well, you're not even, you haven't gone to church or you haven't even really accepted Christ <laughs> or whatever, so how can you compare yourself to that comparison of Job? You're still in David phase, not to put David in least lease of these or whatever, but then you're still doing the stuff that you just want to do. 100%.
1: 100% and I
0: I hope you enjoyed that and you will continue on our conversation series for next time with simple talk have a blessed day